worship. My goodness, isn't it wonderful? And now I'll just preach for two hours, okay? You laugh. No, in fact, we are here to worship and to hear the voice of God. And we're going to read some scripture together. And I'll show you how we're going to do that in just a moment. I may make a few comments, but the main thing I want you to hear is what God's Word says. And next week, I'll give you a little preview. Continuing with the thought of hearing the voice of God, I'm going to preach to you next week on how God speaks to us. Because He certainly does. And this book right here that I love, and I pray that you love it, you certainly know it, you know what it is. This one's been around for a long time. I think this is the second or third cover on it. And it's got all sorts of marks in it, all good marks and places where I've studied and taught. And I am thrilled to have the privilege of reading from here, hearing the voice of God. What does he say? This is God's word. So we're going to just read some scripture for about 10 minutes. I'm going to make a few comments on it, but not really preach a sermon today. You've already given your good attention to me for 20 or 25 minutes. Thank you very much. But I'm going to ask now, the, the passages are going to be on the screen. Now, I will tell you that, that I love the screen and I love seeing it. And I started to say I love technology, but I don't know nothing about technology. <laughs> and I'm thankful that Scott does. And he certainly serves us well with that. But I'm going to encourage you to get your Bible or a Bible out of the pew rack in front of you because I want to read from the book here for the next few minutes. And I'm going to ask you to just look along. You don't have to read out loud. But we're going to read several passages specifically indicating to us that we need to hear the voice of God. And that is imperative for us as Christian people. So get a Bible and join me right now in the book of Jeremiah in the 33rd chapter. Jeremiah, 33rd chapter, and I'll listen to those pages turning. I like to hear the pages turning, folks. Jeremiah 33rd, the third verse of that chapter. The Lord is speaking to Jeremiah, and I pray is also speaking to me and to you. Verse 3 says, call to me and I will answer you. What a privilege. And I will tell you great and unsearchable things that you do not know. Now there's not a person in this whole room that knows everything except for Almighty God. Are you familiar with the term, the term omniscient? Big word means to know everything. 
Well, God is omniscient. And he's saying right here that you can call to me, I will answer you, and I will tell you if you will listen to great and unsearchable things that you do not know. We need to listen to the voice of God. Please turn over to the 29th Psalm, verse 3. So Psalms 29. Psalms 29, verse 3. I'm going to read verse 3 and some following verses because this is a thundering positive statement about the voice of the Lord. Psalms 29, verse 3. It says, The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks... The cedars, the Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. Would you like to live in power? (laughs) Yes, as a Christian man or woman, as a Christian family, would this church like to be an amazing, majestic, powerful statement Of Almighty God. Yes, yes, yes. Well, then we listen to the voice of the Lord. That's what he's saying here. Please go to Psalms 85, verse 8. Psalms 85, verse 8. It says, I will listen to what God the Lord will say. He promises peace to his people, his saints, but let them not return to folly. Now, I just need to say this. There are three things in this short passage right there that we need to think about. The first, and I want you to go back and read the first phrase again. I will listen to what the Lord God says. Is that a statement of commitment on your part? I hope so. That's what it's saying when we say, I will listen. It didn't say, I might listen, or maybe I'll listen, or I'll listen to part of it, or someday I'll listen. But I will listen to what God the Lord will say. He promises peace to his people. There's a promise. If we listen to what he says, then there's peace that can come to us. Do you want to be at peace? Surely, peace is a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. So listen to what the Lord says. He promises peace. But let them not return to their folly. Remember, Satan wants you to return to folly. He wants you to be in chaos. And it's up to listening to the Lord and living by what he says then you can avoid chaos or folly if we will listen to what the Lord says. Please turn to Psalms 119, 105. Psalms 119, 105. I want to ask you a question before we read that. Is anybody in here afraid of the dark? Now, I'm not afraid of the dark, 
but I don't like to walk around in the dark. We just moved into our nice new place here in Virginia Beach yesterday. I'd never slept in the dark there. And I got up, I don't know, I turned off all the lights last night as I was getting ready to go to bed, and I said, ooh, it's dark. <laughs> Which way and where am I going and where's the bathroom? <laughs> what happens if you stumble around in the dark? Huh? You stump your toe, you run into the the dresser or something like that. Well, we don't have to be in the dark. And spiritual darkness is much worse than physical darkness. And Psalms 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. If, I'm putting this in there, if we listen to the voice of the Lord. And his voice is very apparent here and in many other ways. We'll talk about that more next week. All right, please turn, turn to John. Go over to the New Testament. John eight forty seven. John eight forty seven. Give you just a moment. John eight forty seven. Listen into the voice of God. It says, he who belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. Now, my prayer is that everybody in this room belongs to God. I pray that everybody in this room has Jesus Christ in your life. If that is the case, then you belong to God. And the thrill is Satan can't have you. But if you do not belong to God, if there's anybody in this room, now we're going to have an invitation hymn at the end of this Bible reading. Because I wanted to say to you, if there's anybody here that does not belong to God, if you're not a Christian, if you've not asked Christ into your life, then today make that decision. And let me know. When we sing later, please come down here and share with me. And I will share with you and we will do whatever you need in order for you to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because he, if you're here and, and you do not know Jesus Christ, then one of the reasons you're here is because he wants you to believe. He wants you to have him. And so he who belongs to God hears what God says. One other question right there. Do you listen? He's going to say things to us. He speaks to you. He speaks to me. But my question is, do you listen? Please turn just right over to John 10, 27. John 10, you probably have to just turn the page. John 10, 27. It says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them. And they follow me. Real important statement. When we hear the voice of God, then we follow or we are to follow. And that is part of our call. Now look please at John 14, 26. I've told you and I've talked about this chapter very much. John 14, 
13, 14, 15 are all preparations that Jesus gave to his disciples the night before he was crucified. And here he's saying in John 14, 26 verse, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So we have the Holy Spirit in our life because Jesus Christ is there. And so Jesus himself right here is saying that this is the voice of Almighty God, Jesus Christ. And he's saying that the Holy Spirit will teach you, will show you, will lead you to understand that all, that, all of what has been taught and that we can deal with that. John 16, 33 is right across the page, and it basically says the same thing. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. You have the privilege of having Almighty God speaking to you through the Holy Spirit. He will tell you. I pray that we will listen. Please turn to Hebrews. Second chapter. Hebrews, second chapter. First verse. Hebrews 2, 1. We must pay more careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. Do you have a tendency sometimes to drift? Even when Pastor Don's talking, do you drift away? I used to. I understand that. We have lots on our mind, folks. Lots of distractions. But it says, if we pay more careful attention... Then we won't drift away. God wants to speak to us. We need to hear his voice. And then Hebrews 3.15, which is actually a quote from Psalms 95, but a very powerful statement for you and I to, to embrace right now. It says, Today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in rebellion. We all are sinners. Satan wants to mess with us and trip us up. And we end up rebelling sometimes. One last verse. Re Revelation 3.20. Very familiar passage. Revelation 3.20. It says, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in. And eat with that person and they with me. Do you understand Christian or non-Christian? <coughs> Excuse me. Christian or non-Christian? Jesus Christ stands at the door and knocks. Now, I will tell you, he wants to come in. Christian or non-Christian? If you're non-Christian, by all means, he wants to save your life and give you eternal life. Christian, he wants to lead you, guide you, speak to you. If you will listen. 
if you will hear his voice.